Hello everyone and welcome back to the CEO Journals podcast. For those of you that are new here, I'm your host Ethan Bridge and I just want to start off this episode by saying thank you all for joining. Companies of all sizes know they need to attract and retain an engaged audience, or as we know it, a tribe. These are the customers and clients who will be evangelists, your biggest fans, with you through thick and thin because they know what you stand for, they know what you do, and they know why you're the best at it. As times move quickly and audiences can be easily distracted by shiny new things, it's more important than ever to stand tall in your values, the reason your tribe was attracted to you to begin with. Don't fall victim to the newest trends just because you have a sense of urgency or the itch to pivot. Return to your roots, remember your voice, remember your purpose, the reason you started all of this to begin with. These are the words of today's guest on the podcast, Brian Shulman, the CEO and founder of Voice Your Vibe. Brian is a Forbes featured entrepreneur and was nominated as a LinkedIn top voice in 2018, as well as one of the platform's top video creators. In this episode, we discuss the importance of building a community and how this is made possible through brand storytelling. Having amassed over 43,000 followers on LinkedIn, we also discuss how the platform has propelled his career. I can't wait for you to hear what Brian has to say. So without any further ado, let's dive straight into the episode. Enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CEO Journals podcast. I am super excited for today's show because we have Brian Shulman on the episode. How are you doing today, Brian? Ethan, I'm doing fantastic. and It's an honor to be here with you. Thank you so much for having me as a, a guest on your show. My pleasure. Honestly, the pleasure is all mine, and I can't thank you enough for your time. So for the listeners that don't know who you are, would you mind just giving us a quick 60-second introduction of who you are and what you do, please? Sure. Yes. Yeah. So I'm the founder and CEO of Voice Your Vibe. Uh, so founders and C-suite execs who want to find their voice show up and don't know how. Voice Your Vibe teaches you how to find your voice and voice your vibe and attract your tribe and how to tell a story that people fall in love with on LinkedIn through video. Awesome. There we go. And I can't wait to dive more into that as we go on in the show. But the way I like to start all my episodes is by just throwing it back a little bit with my guests and asking them about their time at school specifically. So let's focus on a 14-year-old version of yourself. How were you in school at that time? Were you the class clown, straight A student, or did you literally just do what you needed to get by to get the grades? Yeah, that's a really good question. And I love that you do a throwback because I think it says a lot about who we are, right, as people yeah. uh, in the journey. So I'm going to actually do this a little bit of a different way. I decided I, I would read something for you and your, and your listeners um, that my daughter wrote. So I have a daughter who's first year in college and, uh, and a son who's a junior in high school. And my daughter wrote this her senior year in high school. She walked into my home office and just put this piece of paper in front of me and said, I want you to read something. So I stopped and this will answer your question. It actually dates from the beginning through that period of time. And, uh, and I think it, it's something that'll be impactful. So I wanted to share it with you. So at the very top of it, it says four-way speech contest essay. Now this was extra credit for her. She didn't have to do it, uh, but she did. And it's entitled Live to Inspire. 
and bear with me because I, I can't seem to get through this without losing it, but I'll, I'll do my best. Awesome. The story about to be told is about an extraordinary man, now 42 years young, who accepted all the obstacles life had to throw at him. Now, I know you may be thinking that everyone has different obstacles they just overcome throughout their lifetime. So how is he different from you and I? Well, what makes this particular man different from you and I is the tactic he used when faced with these obstacles. What makes him different from you and I is that he took these obstacles and used them to help make a difference and inspire others to never let life get in the way of their greatness and achievements. What makes us different from everyone else is not the obstacles life throws at us, but what we do when faced with these obstacles. Will you choose to accept defeat or will you choose to persevere? On May 13, 1975, a child was born in Cedar sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles, California. This child was born three months early, weighing a pound and a half, and because of that, was a premature baby. And during the early 80s, he was diagnosed with Tourette syndrome, which is a type of tick, twitch, involuntary repetitive movements and vocalization type of disorder, a neurological disorder. And one day at camp, the counselor had to take this young boy to a payphone, tears streaming down his face, to call his mother because his neck was constantly snapping to one side over and over and over again. He went to various doctors who performed countless medical examinations to try and find a cure for this disorder. Every doctor said the same thing. He's fine. He'll grow out of it. And one day in fifth grade, he stood up in front of his entire class and shared with them what Tourette syndrome was and what living with Tourette syndrome was like. A huge weight was lifted off his shoulders once he shared his story with his classmates, and it generated many support whether they be friends, parents, or teachers. And finally, a specialist at UCLA told him that he'd never be able to get rid of this disorder alone and suggested that he take a special drug called clonidine to help with the tics and the twitches. Unfortunately, with this drug came horrible side effects. He made a conscious decision not to take the pills any longer and try to master his condition through focus and determination. After a while, the tics started to diminish and for the most part, they went away. No one knows what life has in store for them. All we can do is live until we're forced to face an obstacle in which we must make a choice to either overcome or accept defeat. The Rotary Forward Test demonstrates how one person can make a difference in the lives of others. With the experiences this boy had to face came a life lesson. With determination, perseverance, and support from others, anything can happen. Now at 42 years young, this man chooses to use his story to make a difference in the lives of others by inspiring people in times of uncertainty. He implements the Rotary's motto, service before self, by finding the light in those who cannot find it in themselves, supporting them through their tough obstacles. He helps lift people's spirits and hopes in times of hopelessness and despair. He helps people turn their ideas and dreams into realities. He helps build people from the ground up in hopes that they too will one day share their stories with others. He makes a difference in this world each and every day, which inspires others to make a difference as well. Who may you ask is this man? Well, he is my father. Out of all the lives, out of all the lives he's made the biggest difference in, I believe he's made the biggest difference in mine. He inspires me never give up. 
on what I believe in, to always do what makes me happy, but most importantly, to always live every day as if it were the last because we're never guaranteed a tomorrow. As Gandhi once said, be the change you wish to see in the world. Making a difference in the lives of others is my dad's change. Change. What will be yours? Wow. <laughs> That's what I said when I thought. <laughs> that, what a way to kick off the episode. It's, that is so emotional. <laughs> Her words are fantastic. What did you, how did you feel when she handed that? Oh, I was, I was bawling when she, and we had a cry together and she sat in my lap and I just, I said, I, I never knew that you felt that way. It's incredible. Um, yeah. And it, it yeah. and it's a, it's a great way and it portrays what you've been through as an individual as well. Cause clearly throughout your younger years, you didn't have it easy at all. No. No, no, I didn't. You know, I mean, coming, I, I get this question a lot from people. They say, you know, how can you be so positive all the time? Yeah. You know, um, and, and, I, and I always say, you know, coming from where I have right now, hearing that story, fighting, literally fighting for every breath to make it into this world, pound and a half miracle baby that wasn't supposed to live. I didn't have a voice, literally. And then being diagnosed with a neurological disorder and being the weird kid and the small kid and dealing with adversity and bullying growing up, you know, I, I wanted to give the opposite of the negative that I had received by others around me. And, and don't get me wrong. I, I had a ton of positivity around me and in my life, but sometimes, you know, one negative can overshadow a thousand positives. And so I, I wanted to be a giver of good and light and positivity and strength and encouragement and and this was in my high school years where I started to have that flip in my mind, right? I didn't ever want anyone to feel that the way I felt or be treated the way I was treated. I wanted them, to, I wanted them to, to feel better, uplifted, positive, happier, right? And so I, I know life is 10% what happens to me and 90% how I react to it. And I know that every breath I literally take is a gift. And I certainly know that I failed way more in life and in business than I've succeeded and that I, I've learned from every step that I've taken, that I've gotten up each time and dusted myself off and kept going. And, and that's why I've succeeded no matter the outcome. And we talk about, you know, LinkedIn and having been on LinkedIn every day for 16 years with a, a purpose to give out good to the universe and that no matter how bad my day was, right, no matter what was going on in my world, that that I would give out good 365 with the hopes to achieve my why. And my why is to inspire one person a day. So if, if I can inspire just one person to chase after their dreams, right? To know, to believe, to feel that they can accomplish anything or, or get up after you've fallen 50,000 times and do it again and believe in yourself and know that you can get back up. And that, and that when you get back up and you give it another go, that, that you are succeeding every time you do, whether you reach that goal way off in the distance so you can barely see that, that you are actually succeeding, right? Or, or inspiring someone to inspire someone else or put a smile on somebody's face when they don't have one or just make somebody feel good about themselves when they don't because we all have those days, you know? Any cool. one of those things, Ethan, for just one person a day, I, I've accomplished my mission as a human being to make the world a better place. And, um, you know, I know life will keep knocking me down and I'll keep getting back up and 
as my mom said, she, she showed me this picture and I do share it frequently in, on LinkedIn in comments when people ask about things. And it's, it's me sitting on her lap in a lion's costume as a baby. She made mm. it. And I said, why a lion's costume? And she said, because you, you're a fighter and you fought for every breath to make it in this world. So my hopes are always that everyone will just get up. You know, you keep getting up, you keep fighting and know that, that you can and that you matter and um, yeah. I think having, having that why that you have in impacting just one person a day is such a powerful why to have. And I think that's where people go wrong a lot of the time. They don't have that distinct why or their why isn't in line with their values per se. Like their why might be, I want to earn lots of money. That should not be your why because as soon as you get it, you've got it. Like there's no meaning behind that money. But having a why of impacting the lives of others is extremely powerful. So what, what would you say people should base their whys on opposed to having that why as money? Because let's be honest, everyone would love to have loads of money. It, it, people say money can't bring happiness, which in, in grand scheme of things, it doesn't, but it certainly helps. So everyone wants it. But what should people base their whys on? Yeah, it's a really good question and, and really good points too, right? I mean, m- money doesn't solve every problem, right? It doesn't solve every challenge. It makes things easier for sure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one of the things that I share with people when it, specifically when it comes to LinkedIn. And it's the fact that you can't just be there to want to do business, to want to make money. Everybody wants to be there to do business and make money. It's got to be greater than that. Because to your point, if you're just focusing on that, your your true I, I always say that it's the heart of it all that matters. Mm. Okay. Every brand, every company that exists, right? They didn't the founders didn't start that company because they wanted to be billionaires. I'm sure they that was in the back of their mind going, God, I'd love to just make a mint. You know, I'd love to do really yeah. well and 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 hopefully be able to take care of all of our people too, right? Um but it was much greater than that. It was something that came from their heart. Yes, they wanted to solve a problem, right? They wanted to change the world, right? Every founder wants to change the world in some way. And it's a very heart-centered, meaningful purpose. So I don't think that there is one right answer for everyone. But I do know for sure that it isn't, I want to make a million dollars. I want to do business. It's, it's, it's the heart of it all that matters. And so again, I think if you think about that and truly sit there and step aside from the money and the business and go, what meaning does this really have for me here? Like hits you in the heart, right? Like just gut wrenching. I I can't live without doing this because it has it is all about impact, Ethan. Like at the end of the day, it's an impact in some form, right? So it's just what is that impact for you? For sure. And I, so I, I'd probably say the better thing when people are focusing on money then is to have them as milestones because you need to have something to aspire to because at the end of the day, money is what's going to keep your business continuing. It's going to what's, what keeps your business running. So having monetary milestones but not having money as the why would probably be the better way to look at it. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%, right? I mean, look, the reality is every business needs to be seen and needs to be heard, right? And yeah. again, in the scheme of, of business, and I'm all branded LinkedIn, if, if, if I don't know if this will be visual or just audio, but for those of you that are listening, if it's not visual, I'm wearing a LinkedIn hat, a LinkedIn t-shirt, I have a LinkedIn water bottle next to me. I, I, LinkedIn has changed my life. Uh, been on the platform every day for 16 years. And, and, and because it's a business social networking platform, I always say to people, look, today, there's 675 million business professionals on the platform, which is up 15 million, by the way, in the last three months. You've got 250 million, quote unquote, active users, and 1% that's creating content. It's the most organic platform on the planet, right? And there's no better time than now to show up and be present for any business, right? Any founder, any business, it doesn't matter what you do in business, you want to show up, right? And if you come from the heart, as we're talking about, and this is every social platform, right? But I specifically focus on LinkedIn just because you know that's what you're showing up for, right? You know it's business and social versus an Instagram, a Pinterest, a Facebook, a YouTube, right? They each kind of started a different way. So there's those predispositions. Here, there's that business predisposition, but the key is just remembering that the toilet bowl flushes in the opposite direction, meaning show up and be human first, right? Because if you just show up and be business first, nobody knows who you are. You wouldn't do that in person. I wouldn't walk to you in a room and for the very first time and not know each other and just hand you a contract and be like, here, sign this. You'd be like, I'm sorry, how about we start over? I'm, I'm Ethan, what's your name, right? But that's what people do a lot socially in business, regardless of the platform. People do that. They, they want to just cut right to the chase, so to speak, versus build that relationship. And, and building the relationship happens in showing up everywhere. So I am an individual that this year, I know I've been on the platform LinkedIn for God knows how long. It's a professional platform. I have a job. I'm forced to be on it, but I, I started posting content on the 1st of January of this year and I've posted every single day. I've made it a mission of mine to post every single day. And I started off 1st of January. I know this is simply a vanity, vanity metric and I shouldn't look at it, but I started off with 200 connections. I now have over 1,200 followers. And it's only just a short space of time. And I know that's a vanity metric and you shouldn't look at it that way, but it shows growth. And it shows that simply just by posting and engaging that I've been able to get my voice out there. And it's a, I found it as one of the best mediums to grow this podcast, for example. That is the content I post on it. I take snippets from my podcast, lessons I've learned, and post them on LinkedIn. But I am trying to learn how to grow and how to put my story out there even better. So who better to talk to than you? Because I mean, put it this way, you were voted LinkedIn top voice 2018. That's quite a status to have on the platform. You've amassed over 40,000 followers. It's fair to say that you know the ins and outs of the platform, especially because you've been on it for 16 years. I mean, you jumped on the platform when I was five years old. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that says something. So we'll start, we'll, before we dive into what your, your company, let's talk a little bit about LinkedIn. Where yeah. do you start if you're a new creator? What, what is the best place to start? What are some of the key tips you'd give new people starting out on the platform? Yeah, 100%. Um, so I think there's a couple of things, right? One is, um, 
I commend you for showing up, right? I commend you for being persistent and consistent uh, and showing up each day, right? Um, so I'll, here's what I'll do. I'll share, because I was, last year I was named a 2019 LinkedIn Video Creator of the Year. And uh, I'm one of the pioneers of LinkedIn Video and LinkedIn Live. And uh, we can talk about what those yeah, are, the differences. Sure. But um, LinkedIn Video, it's native video. So you upload a video, for example, if you take it on your phone, you upload it natively versus posting a LinkedIn, or a YouTube link, right? You wouldn't, you wouldn't ever post a, a third party link because most of these platforms, they don't like it when they take you away from the site. They want you to stay there. They want you to hang out, right? So what I'll do is I'll, I'll give you five quick tips to becoming one of the world's top LinkedIn video creators. Okay. Awesome. So tip number one is show up and be human. You, you probably think to yourself, well, why wouldn't I show up and be human? Trust me, put the phone in front of your face and try and start talking. It can be very daunting. Um, I certainly had a ton of challenges because I was greener than green when I started. I didn't, I mean, I've put thousands of hours into learning how to everything technologically, psychologically, emotionally, physically, everything. So it was all brand new when I started. Um, so again, show up and be human. That's tip number one. Tip number two is engage in support. Mm -hmm. LinkedIn is all about the people. Every social platform is all about the people, right? They give you a playground, they build a playground, and then you have the ability to show up and play. So build community and shine your light bright on others. Okay, that's, that's tip two, engage and support. Uh, create is tip number three, right? You, whoever is listening right now, and this goes for you too, Ethan, you have a voice and a story that matters and a voice and story that can positively affect, impact, and inspire another human being's life. Show up. Show up on video. Share your stories. It's all about relatability. I do have a degree in psychology, and I'm not going to get all psychobabble on you, but I think the thing to remember is, like, just think about your best friends, right? You have so many things in common with that person, right? You have this vibe that connects you two, and so it's one of those things that you... You don't think about, you just, they're triggers, right? So remember, it's all about relatability. So talk about what you're interested in. Talk about what you're excited about. Talk about what you're passionate about. Uh, I am a really, really proud LinkedIn dad. I mentioned I have an almost 20-year-old, and almost 18-year-old. I'm shouting from the rooftops all the time about how proud I am my monkeys, my kids that I am. And why would I do, like, do something like that on, on a business social networking platform? Well, the reason is because Think about how many millions of parents there are on LinkedIn. It's relatable, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the other thing is, remember that 60 seconds or less is your best friend with video. You can stay a lot in 60 seconds. Make sure you smile first before you hit record because the very first second of the frame is what is seen when you post. And then talk about, like I said, whatever you're excited or passionate about uh, and you go from there. So that's tip three, create. Tip four, consistency is key. Be consistent. Create a content strategy and a calendar to create a level of consistency that works for you, right? Because what works for me is going to be different than what works for you, Ethan, and what works for your listeners, right? You find a groove that works for you uh, because when you show up and when you're consistent, your tribe knows when you're going to show up as well. All right, that's tip four, be consistent. The last one is tip five, which is collaborate. 
incredible things happen when we come together. Engage, support, create with other creators. I have made so many videos with so many creators. It, I'm like a kid in a candy store in that case. Like I, I, we never know what we're gonna talk about either. We just get together, we pull out the phone, and we're like, what are we gonna talk about? I don't know, let me just hit record and we'll just go. And it's very real and genuine and raw and authentic and fun. And you know, that's the other part about video too is don't get, and I say this from my heart because I got caught up in it too, it's, it's easy. Don't get caught up in being perfect. You are perfectly imperfect just the way you are, right? That is what draws people to you. So show up, be human, engage in support, create, be consistent, and collaborate. Those are your, your five quick tips to becoming one of the world's top LinkedIn video creators. I think they are awesome tips as well. And I, I specifically like consistency as well because there's a lot of people that will just jump on. They'll post five videos or five pieces of content not get much engagement and go, well, this is rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> when really it's true. barely even scratched the surface. And if they had given it a little bit more time, a little bit more effort engaged with the community, then they would have succeeded, but they just didn't give themselves the time or the chance to. So yeah, it, it doesn't happen overnight, right? I mean, you have to remember that with anything that you do, building yeah. a business or getting on LinkedIn, building your brand, like, it takes time, right? But you got to remember, right? People don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. We talked about the why earlier. That's Simon Sinek. The other thing too is just think about the transformation from in-person to digital, right? Now your smile is your logo and your mm. personality is now your business card and how you wind up leaving others feeling after that experience with you. That's your trademark. And, and Maya Angelou said it best, too. She said, people may forget what you say, but they never will forget how you make them feel. Remember with video, like, it, it's incredible, right? You can only do so much with caps and emojis, right? With video, the only thing missing is you can't physically touch the person or smell a person because we don't have smell vision yet, right? But, uh, <laughs> but I think the thing to remember is that you truly can touch people because you can touch them with your heart. You know, if, if, you, if you get comfortable being uncomfortable, and yeah. you're genuine and real and authentic and get vulnerable, right? You will be surprised at the amazing things that will happen. And if anyone is listening, has any questions about video in general, right? Like really video? Yes, 80% of content, 85% of content consumed online is through video. Videos help build brand awareness. 90% of people use videos to make product or service purchasing decisions. And from a social perspective, Videos, social videos generate about 12x the shares of text and image combined. So there's no question <laughs> that you should be showing up on video, regardless of whatever platform it is. But I will stress, just show up on LinkedIn. I mean, right, if, 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 if you are in business in any form or fashion, because people know that it's a place to show up regarding business, right, to do business, right, in some form or partnerships or whatever, why wouldn't you show up there, right? You don't have to convince anyone that this is where you should be doing business. That's already there. You just have to understand you got to be human first. For sure. And what would you say to the people then, because this is something that I still think is a problem with the platform, is that many still think it is just simply a job-seeking platform or a job-posting platform, whereas... Yeah. It's just not anymore. It couldn't be far f further from it now. 
So what would you be your instant response to people that put that point across? Yeah, I mean, I hear it all the time, literally all the time. I wound up, uh, I was in Australia to do a keynote end of last year about what we're talking about. And I shared my journey, personal story, as well as the video journey and all the struggles I went through and all the failures I had and just, I kept starting and kept going, right? And I got comfortable being uncomfortable. Out of 675 million people on LinkedIn, most people in the scheme of that number think exactly what you said, Ethan. Oh, it's just a digital resume and a place to look for a job. Because they haven't been around to see the transformation of the last couple of years. And honestly, it really all changed, Ethan, when video launched. So June of 2017, LinkedIn video launched in beta, early alpha. And it was the very first time that LinkedIn became human with a heartbeat. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean that before people were conforming and, you know, they were wearing their suits, so to speak, and suit language and speak and text. And it, was, it wasn't human, right? Even when it became an engagement platform, it was just business, business, business. And then when video launched, the Let's Get Honest campaign launched at the same time. And for the very first time, and I, I say kids because like you could be my son. And there were, there were, young adults your age that were showing up that had never shown up before. And they were talking about fears and failures and speech impediments and agoraphobia and rape. I mean, really personal parts of their life that you just were gut-wrenching to your heart, right? Like you could feel their, their pain and their struggles, right? But they were sharing that and that was the whole point of this campaign. And, and it, was, it was so inspiring, Ethan. Like I was inspired. I was inspired to share my story for the very first time in my life at that time in front of 500 million people. Granted, it took me five months to take the leap to muster up the bravery and courage to do it, but mm-hmm. I wanted to do it, right? And, and so many others were doing that. And so I think the thing, again, to remember is LinkedIn is not the place you thought it used to be. It <laughs> is a whole new ball of wax, right? It's a whole new game. And I think if you walk away from anything realizing it's not what it used to be, I need to show up. I need to be human. I got to get on video and I need to get comfortable being uncomfortable and realize that business is 10% of what you should be talking about in any form of creation on the platform. Because again, you wouldn't just, you wouldn't just start a conversation on all things business and jam it down somebody's throat, right? If they don't know who you are, you got to start with the human first. So that's why I said it's, that's why I said it's the heart of it all that matters. And the brands, by the way, the brands that get that, right. They get the importance of showing up and being human and, and, and sharing from the voices of the company. And when I say that, I don't mean like the company brand from their page. I mean, let's say you and I work for LinkedIn, right? We each have our own voice, our own vibe and our own tribes. And we need to show up and use those. And we're naturally going to be associated to the brand. But that's the part where companies are falling short. They're not thinking about that. They're not realizing that their biggest brand ambassadors, their biggest champions are their people, the the employees of the company, right? Mm -hmm. So the more companies that get that and empower them to show up and voice their vibe and attract their tribes, they'll realize that their reach will be exponentially bigger. For sure, because a lot of companies simply just focus on their brand page, which have a minimal reach in comparison to what an employee with a fraction of the connections could achieve. Yeah, 100%. And really, it's not about, 
it's easy to get sucked in the numbers, right? Yeah. It's easy to get sucked into the vanity metrics. It all happens to all of us, right? Um, it, the, it's, it's not about the views, not about the likes. It's, it's about engagement, right? It's all about engagement. It's mm-hmm. always about engagement in any form or fashion. It's about that experience together, right? And again, associating it to brands, right? I mean, look, you're wearing a Nike t-shirt. I'm wearing a LinkedIn hat, a LinkedIn t-shirt, and a, a LinkedIn water bottle next to me. I mean, I bleed blue and white because, <laughs> because of the way it makes me feel, right? It's had an impact on me, just like Nike. You, Nike makes you feel a certain way, right? Just do it, right? Maybe you're thinking about that every time you want to do something. Oh, I don't know if I can do it. Just do it, right? It's, so it, it's that subliminal message, if you will, and how it makes us feel. And I think, again, the more brands that understand that it's again that it's the heart of it all that matters and and i do think that the growth of video as a part of a brand's heart-centered content marketing strategy will continue to increase with a concentration on linkedin um that they'll see the most impact that doesn't mean don't have the company page and use that voice through the company but but even if you took that same message and that same voice and dispersed it across the voices of the company, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're already voicing their vibe, right? They're already doing it on the client side, on the partnership side, talking with prospects, talking with the community. All, all we're talking about is furthering that, right? And again, empowering the biggest ambassadors on behalf of their brands to use that voice. Um, I mean, look at influencer marketing, right? Companies are paying oodles and oodles of dollars. You know, I mean, that's how my keynote happened in Australia. I got sponsored by a brand because of my reach. And they wanted to take advantage of my tribe, right? And, and getting their brand visibility. I mean, it may make sense, right? But again, remember... You can do that and it's powerful and impactful and reaches an audience that maybe you otherwise wouldn't have reached and a loyalty you wouldn't have had. However, don't ever discount the voices of your people. That's, there's power in that, extreme power. So something I would like to touch on is actually what you're doing now, uh, Voice Your Vibe, and how that company came to fruition because it's not what you've been doing forever. There obviously has been a journey behind it. So what did you go through to get to this point where you're at today? How did voice your vibe come about? Yeah, that's a really good question. So, so you know, the life story that from literally day one to now, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. That's part of the story. Unbeknownst to me, that was part of the story. Now, fast forward through, I've been in digital marketing for 21 years, building and growing startups from the ground up. I've been a part of entries and exits and, some fall downs, IPOs. I've been really fortunate to literally experience anything and everything from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows when it comes to uh, all things startups. And uh, love it for all that it is, for all the pain. I mean, there's more pain than there is positive. But you, but you grow through all of it, which is the positive. You learn through all of it, which is the positive, which is what is a, you know, I've been really fortunate to be able to advise startups and founders over the years and uh, and, and do speaking engagements and, and co-found companies and such, right? Because of that experience. So to your point, that's where that comes from, right? With a focus around e-commerce, digital marketing, web analytics and, and such. Um, but along the way, 
the last company that I had helped build and grow for about four years. Uh, and we wound up getting acquired and then we acquired a company and then that's when I, I exited. I had an inflection point. You know, it's interesting. I'm all about family. I, I am a Jewish Italian kid. Family means everything to me. And I have always purposely been present. I became a dad for a reason. I, I Being a daddy is the most incredible gift on the planet next to being married to my wife and best friend for 21 years this year. And, and, and I, I've turned down tons of opportunities over the years, Ethan, because I, I didn't want to move my family or I didn't want it to mean I wasn't going to be around because I didn't want to miss anything. So I was never a thought in my mind of, if I could do anything, what would I love to do? I fell into what I did in college. It was just a way for him to make more money. I was in retail in the very beginning days. And then technology I fell into and it's just, I kept making better and better money and moving up the, up the ladder, so to speak. And I knew what I was dealing with. I knew what kind of stress, because I was usually on the sales side of the house, either building, growing teams or carrying a bag, so to speak. And I got really, really good at building relationships digitally. Because I told myself, I'm going to find a way to do this where I don't have to be on a plane every other week or whatever it was. And I did. And I would, I would close multi six-figure deals over the phone without ever having to be in person because I got really good at building relationships that way, right? So yeah. to me, it was like, okay, well, I'll just keep doing it and doing it. And I'd, I'd find another company and, and so forth. So anyway, I wound up at this inflection point where I finally, through some friends, confidants, and advisors said, what would I love to do? Like if I could do anything and I fell into video right into that journey, which presented so many incredible opportunities and said, well, you know what? I, if I could do anything, I would love to work with founders and C-suite execs. Like I said, who, who want to show up and don't know how and teach them how to find their voice and voice their vibe and attract their tribe and how to tell a story people fall in love with on LinkedIn through video. And I say that because I had been advising fortune executives for years on the how to behind the scenes, but it was never about money for me. I just mm -hmm. hated seeing them fall on their own swords because the reality with LinkedIn specifically is like anyone and everyone you ever want to do business with is there from the founder to the funder, to the chairman, to the janitor and everybody in between, like they're all there. And, and you're one click away from having a conversation or getting to the point of doing business with anyone, but you're also one click away of never having that conversation if you don't know what you're doing. So building digital relationships is a real struggle for people because they don't understand how to translate that. And I am, it's what I do. Like I'm just really good at that. And so I wanted to help people. I wanted to help companies and the underlying meaning, by the way, Ethan, like when I talk about the fact, as I said earlier, that, that you have a voice and a story that matters, you know, and, and that voice and story that can positively affect, impact, and inspire another human being's life. Like, that's an incredible gift we are all given on this planet. And it's an incredible gift to receive. I didn't think I had a voice. I didn't think I had a story. I certainly did not look at my life and go, I want to talk about this. Because honestly, Ethan, until I got on a LinkedIn video that first time, mm. I, I, I looked at myself as being weird and different. I didn't ever want to talk about it. I didn't, I, I never talked about it in business. Tourette's and being a talent after miracle would be like, it was only one time in my career it ever happened. It was the early days when I didn't have any legs to stand on. I had no experience at all, but I was going for a sales job and I figured, well, 
I can't tout numbers or anything like that or years of experience. So I'll just tell my story because it's about tenacity and grit and give me a shot. Like I'll keep fighting until I figure it out. Right. And I, this was in the dot boom era and I, I met with like eight hiring managers and a bunch of other team members in between. And every single time at the end of the interview, they said the same thing. Well, that's a great story, but why should we hire you? And I walked out of that office and I had my head down on my tail between my legs. And I said, I am never going to talk about that again. And I didn't. Mm. Until LinkedIn video, when I was inspired by these amazing creators like Authentic Alex in London and uh, Michaela Alexis and Manu Goswami Swish. And because of these stories they were sharing, right? And I think that's the one thing that everyone forgets because we're in the mix of the grind and it's, sell, sell, sell in whatever form or capacity that is, right? And forgetting nobody wants to be sold to, but everybody loves a good story. Definitely. Right? Because it's those experiences that we, we relate to them. We, we want to hear more of them, right? And so, yeah, so it's a long answer to a short question, but, you know, that's kind of how Voice Survive came to be. And the funny part about it, too, is I was – talking to my dear friend, Lila Smith, who her, her company is called say things better. And she really does say things better. And, and, and I said, Lila, I'm starting my, I'm starting a company. She's like, Oh my gosh, you are. That's amazing. Will you come fly to Dallas? I want to throw you a launch party. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, hold on. I, you want to throw me a launch party? I literally just filed my LLC. Like, you know, I, I have nothing. She said, well, do you have you? I said, yeah. She's like, well, that's all you need. I said, hmm, yeah. I said, thing is, I haven't really thought of like my brand name. Like, what do I really want to call this thing? And we talked through it and, and it came out. She's like, you know, you're always saying your vibe attracts your tribe and all these things. And, and all of a sudden she just spits out voice your vibe. She, she's the one who came up with voice your vibe. And I'm like, I had an, oh my God moment. I said, that's incredible. That literally is my life story. I had no voice. I, I had no vibe. I certainly had no tribe because, you know, of everything I went through. And I found my voice. I voiced my vibe and I attracted a tribe I never knew was there. And I, I found a voice inside of me that I never knew I had. And, and that is something that is so important. And it was such an inflection point for me, Ethan, because none, honestly, everybody that I ever work with, they always discount themselves. They always say the same thing, just like I did. Nah, who's I? They start to share the story and then they go, yeah, but I, nobody's going to care. I said, stop. Don't discount the power of your voice and your story and the ability to impact people in a positive way. And then they start showing up and they start sharing and then they're like, you know, people start showing up, right? Because that's the thing is you just have to show up. Ethan, you just show up and share you. And like I said, get comfortable being comfortable and find that voice inside of you. And when you do and people start showing up, your tribes start showing up, it'll, it'll change your life. Like, and it, and way more ways than business. For sure. And I love it. How you say, get comfortable being uncomfortable as well, because if you're comfortable, you're stagnant, you're not progressing anywhere. You're not pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. So you're never going right. to, learn as such you may learn but you're not pushing yourself to learn you're never going to excel if you're not uncomfortable so that's something i always strive for as well putting myself in uncomfortable situations outside of my comfort zone so i'm pushing myself 
to get better. It's one of the main reasons I started this podcast as well. I can, if you told me I was going to do this year ago, I would have been like, what the hell are you talking about? You are not going to put your <laughs> every week for people to listen to your voice. I could bear, I hated listening to myself. So who would have thought that I would record hour long episodes with individuals and then have to listen to myself through the edit for well over an hour, over and over again. I would have called you crazy. But no, I can still relate. I felt the same thing when I was thinking about video. Like I, it was the last thing. That, all I kept thinking was, "What if my Tourette's come out? Like, what kind of video is that going to make, right? And what's everyone going to think?" And oh yeah, I mean, it's so I can so relate to that awkward and uncomfortableness, you know. And, and same thing, yeah. editing video and all that, you know. And then you again, you get to this point, and you don't know when it. You don't know when it's going to happen. It just happens. I don't know if you felt that too, but you get to this point where you're like, okay, like you're just starting over and over and over again. And that, that level of uncomfortability just starts to get a little bit less and a little bit less and a little bit less. And, and you still have your moments of uncomfortableness, right? But it's such a different level. You know, yeah. I always tell people, it's like being a parent, you know, a lot of parents that are new parents, you know, with little babies and they stay, they're up until odd hours of the night, like your life is gone forever. So not for the bad, but like it changes. It's not about you anymore. It's about them. And it's always that same question of, does this get any easier? And I always say the same thing. No, it just gets different. It's a yeah. different kind of hard, right? As the evolution happens, it's just a different kind of hard. So um, yeah, you just got to start and then start again. That's the again. hardest point. That is the hardest part because that's that it's the start, start, start and the consistent, right? Like, I mean, I've made almost 550 videos in two years and well, a little over two years and people ask me all the time. They're like, God, you're incredible on video. Like you should be on TV or something. And I, I'm like, go, I wrote an article on LinkedIn. It's the, it, it, you'll see it. It's very prominent on my page and it's called, this is LinkedIn video. And I chronologue my journey. Now it wasn't meant to house all these. I was creating a channel because you don't mm. have channels on LinkedIn really. Uh, yet, but um, yeah, I, I, I re literally created that just for me, and so others could see where you start. Because the reality is, this. more times than not, we just see the final product. We were talking about this earlier. You don't see what you went through to get there, right? In the journey, and you got—it's all about the journey. It's not about the final destination. You gotta, you gotta enjoy the journey for all that it is. And I think if you can do that. And just know that it doesn't happen right away, but just keep taking the steps. And as you do, you will, and you'll realize that and you'll remember that and you'll appreciate that. For sure. And that's one of the things as well. I, I, I listen back to my first episode as well, because it's still, because it's my episode with my most views. And I think, because everyone goes back to it when they start from the beginning. So it's got the most views out of all my episodes. And I think, oh, <laughs> start there start halfway through because i even listened to back through to it the other day and i was i talked like this i was so right. I, it was a nervous <laughs> wreck i couldn't yes. believe and looking back at it and now i thought why were you like that but at the time i was new i understand why i was like it and now i just rock up to the call like my best mates on the other side of the phone that's and it. just get on with it. And now I, That's right. I hope that energy shows through in the episodes because they were damn for sure better than that first one that went out. I'm telling <laughs> you. Well, yeah, <laughs> your first is always your worst, right? It's all downhill from there. I think that's the thing to remember, right? Of course, you go into it going with these 
massively high expectations trying to you match yourself up against everyone i did it i mean i yeah. i remember it so vividly and then i remember saying and i remember going oh my gosh like what am i going to do now like i'm not this person that person i i and then i realized i just need to be me right and and that moment when you realize there's only one you no one else has your voice and your vibe and your smile and your laugh. It's, it's yours. It's your trademark. Like, and, and I think if you can just remember that the, the most important thing is everybody starts at ground zero. We just mm. start at different times along the way of the journey, right? You happen to see me at a point where I'm way far into my journey, right? And I may catch you at the very beginning of your journey. And that's the other beautiful thing about LinkedIn specifically, right? The creator community, our LinkedIn fam, like it is all about love, support, and encouragement. And it those are words that are the last things you'd expect to hear on a business social networking platform. But it is what we are about. We are, we are about, we're a family, you know, and we're out supporting each other. We know how hard it is to get started. We also know how hard it is to keep going, right? Everybody ebbs and flows. But, but if you remind yourself, like you were saying earlier, just, Keep going. Here's the other thing too, right? Inspiration does not hit all the time. It's a rare thing, mm. you know? And part of creating consistency is not in making a video every day. It's not even about sharing or posting a video every day. It's about showing up, right? And knowing that, look, you may be inspired when we're done to go make a bunch of videos, right? And great, that doesn't mean you're gonna post them all on the same day. It doesn't mean you're gonna post them all the same week. You may say, hey, you know what? My groove is I'm going to post one video a week on Wednesday at six o'clock. That, that's what I'm going to do. Okay, great. Well, if you just made four or five videos, that's four to five weeks of content based on that, right? Sure. So it's just, it's just creating, again, creating a flow that, that works for you. All you really have to remember is this. Just start. Forget yeah. everything else. Just start. And I, I might actually made a post about that the other day on LinkedIn. And it was just, just to remember the fact that even the likes of Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates, at one point in time, they knew nothing about what they were doing now. They knew absolutely nothing, yet they learned. And now look at them. We're all starting at different points, That's as you it. say. It's just we're seeing each other That's at it. different stages of the journey. And That's right. It's a fascinating way to look at it. You and your show, me and my journey... It really awesome. is. It really is. But, it, but it's easy to not, right? It's easy to yeah. look at a Bill Gates, a Jeff Bezos, a Branson or whatever and look at where they are now versus yeah. where they started. Like I said, ground zero. I knew nothing about any of this stuff a couple of years ago. Literally. Yeah. I, but after thousands of hours, right, learning and growing and stretching in ways that I never thought I would. Right. And, mm. and again, getting comfortably uncomfortable and, and all of that. Right. And, and sending the ladder down and helping people along the way, you know, it, it's, yeah. it's so important, you know, cause we never get to where we are by ourselves. You know, yeah. there's always people that help us along the way in the journey and never forget that, you know, never forget those people and never forget the experience and, and do that for others, help other people. You know, it's so sure. important. It's so important. Makes the journey more enjoyable. But one thing I do ask 
all my guests before they come on the show is to just jot down what they think their two biggest failures in their journey are so far. One of them, you've absolutely smashed out the park already, and we've spoken about it all episode pretty much, which is thinking that you didn't have a voice or story that mattered. So we'll skip that one, cut a bit of time there, because I think <laughs> we've touched on that one quite a lot. But the other one you did mention was you thought as if you got in your own way and you wish you'd taken the leap sooner. Why, why is that? And why didn't you? Yeah, that's a really good question. So because the launch pad of all of this was video on LinkedIn, right? I had, I remember literally pulling up my phone. I was on LinkedIn and then that little box at the top, I saw the, the camera button, which was already there. And then I saw the video icon. I'm like, what is that? And this was June of 2017 and I clicked on it and I'm like, oh yeah, there is no way. There is absolutely no way that I am getting in front of the camera. Because again, I thought, what if my Tourette's come out? Because nobody in the world of business knew about that uh, for the reasons I described, right? And I always wanted to earn everything on my own merit. I didn't want to be different. Again, I looked at it as a disability, not being differently abled, like all that stuff. And um, it took me five months, Ethan, to muster up the courage and bravery to finally get in front of the camera. I knew that I wanted my first video to be my story. It just took me a really long time yeah. to take the leap. And the problem was along the way, right? Like I'd update the app on my phone and LinkedIn and the video icon would appear, disappear, appear, disappear. And I had this like devil angel on my shoulder thing happening, this ping pong match. And it was like, when it popped up, I was like, oh no, I can't do it. And it disappeared. And I'm like, oh gosh, wait, no, I want to do it. And so I'd have all that happen, right? And then eventually when I got called out um, to jump in by a, uh, by my friend Goldie Chen, who is a creator on the platform. She has green hair. Again, early, early days pioneer along with myself. Um, and I'm like, okay, I, I've got to do this. And I, well, I think the trigger for me was, one, I didn't want to let her down. I didn't want to let myself down. But also, I looked at it as the world of startups, which I had been in for so long, right? Building and growing companies from the, from the ground up, which was never know where it's going to go, never know we're going to wind up, never know who's going to be involved. But one thing I always knew was I never wanted to look back and go, I wish, or what if, mm. right? Because the worst thing that happens is you lose time. The best thing that happens is you learn always, right? I always say you never lose. You always win or you learn and you always learn. So you always win. You're always growing right? Whether you know it or not, especially in those moments, right? Because it's usually in those moments that you don't know it. And you'll look back and go, wow, that was a massive inflection point in my career or my life, whatever, right? So not taking the leap sooner. Granted, you know, looking at where I am now, right? I'm so happy, right? That I did. I still say I wish I had done it sooner, <laughs> but it's okay, right? It's okay. Um, and fear of video and the unknown, like I said, getting in my own way, you know, again, I got in my own way so many times, right, in that journey. Uh, but I pushed through and I definitely found myself getting in my own way along the way too. And, and certainly in, you know, building and growing my company too. I mean, it, it's just a natural human reaction, you know, uh, to, it's, it's that fear, right? It's that fear of what if or that fear of, 
what are people going to think or say, or, or I don't think I'm good enough, right? Imposter syndrome, right? All that kind of stuff that naturally happens in anything, just like you felt with your podcast, I felt with video or, or starting the company or whatever. Um, It's, it's all about, it's all about pushing through that. And I, you know, I still experience it all the time. You know, again, we're human, right? You, it's, mm. it's, it's natural. I think that's the thing to remember too, right? Is it doesn't matter how much success, however you define success, right? How much success you have, we're, we're human no matter what, you know, every time I've been doing public speaking for years and I still get nervous right before I go on stage, you know, but then it's, you're in your element, you know, same thing. It's so I think just find that thing you love. It's just the one thing most of us don't do. Hmm. We, we have a day job, we grind and we do cause we got bills we got to pay. We have people we have to take care of and support. We, you know, and, and I think if you love what you do, you know, and you're not an entrepreneur, you love what you do. Awesome. You're fulfilled. You're happy. That's success. You know, if you can wake up every single day and go, I I'm happy. I love what I do. Then good on you, whatever that is. It doesn't matter what it is, whatever that it is. I, I challenge you to ask yourself that question. And I further challenge you to take the leap. Life's short. Yeah. I'm proof in the pudding, right? I shouldn't be here. Every breath I take is literally a gift. I know that. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I, it's still really easy to take things for granted. You know, it's yeah. the simple things that we don't think about. But, but think about that. Think about your happiness. Don't wait. Life's too short. You know, like I said, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? You fall down, you fail miserably. You, you don't stop. Try it again. Try it again. Try it again. Right. I mean, that's how anyone has ever been successful at anything. There's no silver bullet. There's no quick way to get to anywhere. (laughs) You could learn from other people's mistakes, right? That'll help shortcut the road that you're on. Right. But you still got to take the steps. Be happy. Find your happiness. One awesome way to end off the bulk of the episode. Fantastic. Honestly, that was a great message. But I do have a final five for you. Just five final questions. I round off my episodes with. You got it. Short questions, hopefully quick answers. I try and keep them short, quick, 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 (laughs) quick questions, quick answers. All right. Fire, Fire away. Other than the last one, I don't mind you going in a bit more depth into that because I do get some seriously interesting answers. We'll get to that, though. The question number one, who is the first person that comes to mind when I say the word successful? Oh, God. Uh, my mom. Is, that, is there any just particularly quick reason for that? I mean, I am the human being I am today because of her. As awesome. a parent, I can only imagine what she went through with all yeah. the things that happened with me, right? Right out of the gate. So the fact that I am here and I am a, you know, a thriving human being, right? Forget business. I'm, I'm, I'm able to live and take care of myself and take care of others and have a good heart and care about people. And yeah, I, I, I would say absolutely. She's my genuine hero. So absolutely. 
Awesome. I think a lot of us could say that as well about our parents. I'd, but I would yeah. also say my mum is definitely up there. Um, yeah. What is the best investment you've ever made? So this can be time, money, energy, or just simply an Amazon purchase. The best investment I've ever made, finding my voice. I mean, I care. I think it's caring, you know, caring about people. You know, taking the time as an investment, taking the time to care for others. Yeah. Yeah. Because you never know the impact that you're going to have on another human being just by caring. For sure. And I've never had that answer. So good one. Um, Awesome. Do you have a quote that you live by or think of often? Oh God, I have many. I share quotes every single day, multiple times a day. I know you do. I do do, because I'm I'm inspired by them. Uh, Oh my gosh. Um, I mean, I I love the one that I shared earlier from Maya Angelou, right? People may forget what you say, but they will never forget how you make them feel. I do love that one scene in Rocky where he's sitting there with his son, I think a full five maybe. Uh, and they're in the street and he says, you know, it ain't about how, how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward, how much you can take and keep moving forward. You know, um, I, I always use the other line too, you know, one, one step at a time, one punch at a time, one round at a time, you know, it, it, you're yeah. always going to face struggle in your life of course and we are usually the struggle to get through it right so pushing through yeah yeah great film as well fantastic film yeah, i love it love it what advice would you give to your 20 year old self hmm. um i was at one of the largest video conferences in the world called vidcon and it was in anaheim california and i came out of what was the very first ever linkedin video creator summit and one of my friends, uh, fellow creators, Chantel Sumis, came up to me and my buddy Q, Quentin Elms, and she said, you got to go in here and tell your story. I said, okay. So long story short, got in front of the camera, we held a sign, and I put, it said, what do you stand for? And I put differently abled uh, and voiceless. And then I went in front of the camera, and I was terrified. And they asked me a similar kind of question, but this was all about... Um, what do you want the next generation to hear? And I felt like I was, call it between 14 and 20, okay, in the height of my Tourette's in a younger age. And I said that you matter, that you have a voice, that you have a story, that you're loved and you can. Because I think our younger selves, especially in the early days of our career, we question everything. We got fire in our belly, right? But we don't want to, fall and fail we don't want to be looked at as a failure so to speak right um but um yeah i mean i've always i've always told myself to just keep going you know but i've always had a champion in my corner which is my mom awesome i love that as well i love love it how you can always go back to family very humble and very just very nice of you you're you're too nice (laughs) (laughs) hey don't don't get me wrong there's a mad fighter in me. Okay? <laughs> yeah. I, I, did not, I did not get to where I am in life, in my career, for being a softie. But I am a softie oh, because yeah. I truly understand the power of You it. have to care. Yeah. You, look, the, it's the most 
it's the one thing in business, Ethan, that is, is amongst leadership that is so missed and is so rare and continues to get even more rare is that caring for people as human beings. It is the mm. biggest gift. It is the one thing that creates the most incredible cultures on the planet within brands and companies. And that's caring for your people as human beings, not as the role, the title, the job, the project, mm. but as a human being. And when you care about people as human beings, it changes everything because your output is significantly different, right? You sell insurance. If I came to you and just cracked a whip on you every single day next to you got to hit this goal, hit this number, hit the, how'd you do? Did you hit your number for the quarter? You're going to be like, okay, stop bothering me. I, I, I know what my goal is. I'll, I'll go hit it. Mm. You come back to me at the end of the quarter, right? Versus if I came to you and said, Ethan, how are you doing? I, I noticed you, you seem a little bit off. Are you okay? You know, let's, let's go have lunch. Let's now you'd probably think, Oh God, I'm going to get fired because <laughs> that's the scenario that you think in that. Cause that's what we've learned. But if I just came to you as a human being and said, look, Ethan, let's, I don't want to talk about business. Like, but just, just human, like, cause you know, what are your dreams? What are your aspirations? Like, how can I help you as a human being? You know, if just mm. caring, just showing that you care human to human, it changes everything. So that's why I am the way that I am. And again, remember where I come from, what I've been through, the struggles that I've gone through. Yeah, I, I had a hard time understanding people and from a human being perspective and why we do the things we do, why we treat people the way we do in life and business. I didn't want people to be treated that way. And that's why I got my degree in psychology. I wanted to understand people better. I wanted to understand myself too. Hmm. But it helped me in my journey. And everyone I've ever mentored or, you know, led in terms of teams and such, it's always been that way. And I always hope that I rub that off on others so that they take that with them too in their journeys and care about people as human beings. Awesome. I have one final question for you. And you got it. it's a bit of a morbid way to end the episode, but this is the one I do ask and I get some seriously interesting answers to. So the question is, are you afraid of dying? Am I afraid? I'm not afraid of dying. Um, I do believe in afterlife. Uh, I believe my grandmother is always watching down on me um, through all my struggles and, you know, reaching out when I need it. Um, I think I'm more, huh, I've always said to my wife, I hope I go first. Hmm. Because if she leaves me first, I don't know how I would make it, you know, like, and of course I always think about my kids, you know, it's like, I mean, we all die, you know, yeah. life has its, its time span, you know, and I do believe we're meant to go and we're meant to go. And, uh, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I mean, I think in the moment I probably, you know, and you never know how it's going to happen, where it's going to happen, all that, but. It's yeah, a difficult there's some, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, again, I, I'm human, right? Like, I'm sure there's a, absolutely there's a part of me that I, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to die, but um, I don't know. I also would look back and go, I lived, you know? Yeah. Um, I want to. I want to live every day and 
it's part of the reason why I do what I do. You know, it's, I look at legacy and my kids and honestly, all the good that I gave out to LinkedIn for as long as I have and can, will continue to do ever until I can't, um, impact. Yeah. I want to look back and yeah, I want to look back and go, I, I made a difference. I think that's the main thing as well. Just knowing that's why you're, that's why you're, it all goes back to your why. It all goes back to the fact that you have set out to impact at least one person a day. And if you've done that every single day of your life, then that's what matters. That is what matters. But Brian, that is all I have for you in today's episode. And I thank you for answering all my questions because I know this is definitely a longer episode than normal, but it has been fantastic and i really appreciate your time so i'd love for you to just share with the listeners where they can follow up with you where they can find you just plug yeah, away what you have you got it yeah ethan i mean first and foremost i thank you so much i'm truly honored and humbled to be a guest on your show uh thank you for reaching out to me i i really appreciate you and your listeners um and and i want to give two things away to your listeners too so one is a free 15 lesson jumpstart course for LinkedIn. Uh, so if you're listening and you don't know what LinkedIn is or you're on it and you haven't really done anything or maybe you've been around and you haven't done anything or you want to level up your game, uh, Ethan will put it in the show notes, but it's linkedinmasterclass.thinkific.com uh, and you'll see the jumpstart course. Take it. You will find tons of great golden nuggets in there for you. It is completely free. Um, the other is, you know, if you have any questions about how to, when it comes to LinkedIn video for you or your business or your founder and exec or such, or you and your team, you want to talk video strategy, you can schedule a free 15 minute consultation with me. It's calendly.com slash voice your vibe. And then I'm on LinkedIn. That's where I got everybody. Everyone always asks me if I'm somewhere and I have a business card. I'm like, yeah, LinkedIn is my business card. So please, please, please send me a personalized invite. Let me know you heard me on Ethan's show, the CEO of Journals. I would love to connect with you. We can take it offline if you want uh, and have a chat as well. But um, those are the, the best ways to, uh, to reach out and, and connect. Awesome. And as Brian said, they all will be in the show notes below. So don't worry about remembering all those links. Simply scroll down and click. But once again, Brian, I seriously thank you so much for all of your time and Thank you for joining me on this episode of CEO Journals. So that's going to wrap up today's episode of the podcast. And I can't thank you all enough for listening. I aim to interview some of the most incredible entrepreneurs every single week. So if you found any value in listening to today's episode, I'd seriously appreciate if you could smash that subscribe button and leave a five star rating and review. It only takes a couple of seconds and will help me secure some of the greatest names in business as guests on the show. If you want to reach out to me, head over to my Instagram at CEO Journals or send me a connection request on LinkedIn. I'd love to speak to as many of you as possible. Be sure to tune in next week where I'll be talking to another incredible guest where we will be discussing their journey and providing some great tips for all you listeners. I hope you have a lovely rest of your day. And once again, thank you for tuning in to today's episode of CEO Journals.